Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Johnny from Faith Foundation International Church here in Midland, Texas. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this is your first time here today, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be with us. It means the world to us. God dropped something on my heart two years ago, and it was the phrase, same word, different methods. I love that phrase because to me it meant to go out and not be limited by surroundings and to talk the word and to always remember that our focus should be on the word. So thanks again for joining me. Sit back, relax, and let's enter the connect room. Well, hello, hello, everybody, man. Welcome home. I pray that everybody's had a fantastic week. I pray your your week has just been blessed after blessings, after blessings, after blessings. I hope God has showed off numerous, numerous times in your lives, and we've not only He's not only showed up, but we've give taken the opportunity to praise and to worship Him and to thank Him for all that He's done. Man, I, I hope your week continues to get better and better, and 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 just. You know, he's answering your prayers and healing your body and stopping the enemy just like we believe and know that he can and he's done before. Amen. So welcome home again. Thank you so much. Um, if you haven't ever, if you never, if you don't have a church home, if you've never been to our church, FFIC, I just want to take a quick moment and invite you. We meet every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at 1321 South Good Street. Man, it's a church full of good, loving, God-fearing people who just can't wait to open up their house and their arms to love on you and to welcome you and to and to make you feel like this is your home. So, again, I urge you, and I, if you haven't had a church home or you hadn't got back into church, man, join us at FFIC every 10 a.m. at 1321 South Good Street. Your life will be better for it just because the people who are in the church and, and how God moves in out of that place. Amen. So, Man, also want to challenge everybody too. Before we get into the word, before we start, just keep praying for one another. You know, the one of the most powerful things you can do for somebody is to pray with them and be in agreement with them. So, man, if you know somebody, don't don't let us don't let a situation or time go by or you pass by that you don't stop and pray for somebody. Or if God puts it on your heart to pray for somebody, man, do it right then and there. Don't let a second go by because. And it's powerful what we do for one another, and we're called to be there for one another. And let's let's impact each other's lives by the one thing we all can do for one another, and that is pray for one another. Amen. Glory be to God. Well, as you all know, I love to start things off, at least my Wednesday sermons and, and you know, some of the podcasts out with the joke. And uh, if you know anything about me, the cornier the jokes, the better. I, I, I found all those kindergarten elementary schools the funniest in the world because they're not complicated. They're just hilarious. So my joke for here today is, what do you call a parade of rabbits hopping backwards? I'll give you a couple seconds to think about it. What do you call a parade of rabbits hopping backwards? You call it a receding hairline. <laughs> a receding hairline. That's, that's hilarious. Golly, that's so funny. Hope you, once you're done laughing, you're done busting your gut. Well, you know it's and share, go ahead and share that with people. That the, the the cornier the better. I love it. A receding hairline. A little play on words there for you. All right, we're done laughing. Let's let's get into the word. You know we've been talking about if you've been if you join our our Facebook live services every Wednesday at seven, we've been talking about uh, the forces of life. And I love how I love how that sounds, the forces of life. And we have a scripture verse for it. And it's Galatians chapter five, verses twenty-two and twenty-three. I read out of the New King James Version and it says this. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit 
is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. I love how the Bible talks about, it says, it says fruit of the Spirit. See, it's singular. It doesn't say fruits. It says fruit of the Spirit. Right? God designed them for all of them to work together so that they form a wall around us. Let me stop for a second to explain that to you. I think, you know, so many of these fruit of the spiritual life forces, what I like to call them, faithfulness is one that people hang on their hats on. But see, they were all designed to work together. They were all designed to, to feed off of one another and to help each other and to promote one another. That when I said form a wall around us, see, when each one of us, we all have these, these, these life forces in us, these fruit of the spirits in us. And when we develop them and let them emanate from our lives, they perform a wall in front of us. They, 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 they become an impenetrable wall that the devil cannot penetrate. See, and if we use love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, and we use them all and we, we, we develop all of them, then we can walk behind a wall that the devil, no matter what he throws at it, can't penetrate. I don't know about you, but I want to walk around like that. I want to walk around behind an impenetrable wall because these life forces are alive and well inside of me. Amen. And God designed them to work together. That's the cool part about this whole thing work together if if the devil throws up hate at you the love wall pops up he throws out chaos the peace wall comes up right it's just wonderful how it's just just close your eyes and imagine that an impenetrable wall that you're walking behind of and that's pretty neat and pretty cool if you think about it it just really blows my mind too how good god is and why he did this because he's not the author of death he's the author of life he's the author of life that he wants you to live that zoe the god type of life towards blessed after blessing we're not giving in to the devil in any aspect of our lives see he's the author of life and the forces that emanate from him produce life that's so good see we're born of god and he indwells in us Therefore, the very same life-giving forces of life that reside in him reside in you. So you've got to get that down inside of you. That man, you don't need to pray for love, joy, or peace. You have love, joy, or peace inside of you. You don't have to ask God to give you patience, kindness, and goodness. You have patience, kindness, and goodness. Faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control are alive and well inside of you. See, God is in, once you ask Jesus Christ into your heart, See, all these things come with you, come with him inside of you. You take on God's divine spirit, amen, and all these things are alive and well in you. Now, it's just up to you and I to, to promote these things, to get better at these things, for us to, to practice these things so that, man, you know, it just becomes who we are, and when who we are comes out of us, and, and again, all of us build this wall around us so the devil can't penetrate that's so good if you want let me just start in prayer before we get into the word today father thank you so much thank you for the opportunity to, to preach your word to minister your word and for all those that came to hear lord for them to hear your word and expect your word to move into their lives lord that may they understand that they have these life forces thriving and alive and well in them lord that they develop them on a day-by-day -day basis with your help and your wisdom and your guidance father so that we can develop all nine so that these all nine can come up and build a wall around us lord that the devil cannot penetrate lord we thank you for being a good good god we love you and we praise you in jesus name amen well like i was talking about this week's life force is patience Ooh, that's a big word 
you know, it's a, it's a big word that some of us are still working at and still getting better at. Amen. Patience. You know, when I think of the word patience, I'm going to be honest with you about something. The phrase, oh my gosh, how long am I going to have to wait? Or the phrase, this is just going to kill me pops up in my mind. Right? I don't know about you, but you know, when I hear the word patience, it's just something for just being what two four six eight ten letters nine letters something like that becomes so big and takes just consumes me almost right when i hear the word patience i immediately relate it to and make it all about me myself and i i don't know why i do it i don't know just i don't know when it became instilled in me but i relate it to make it all about myself and i'll be the first to admit that i'm not very good with this life force that i know it's in me I know God's blessed me with it, but it's something that I, I need to develop more and, and, and ask him for his wisdom and, and, and how to do that, right? But, but I know, right? But I know that I know why that is. I have this because it's, I have a complete misconception of the word. You see, patience, also known as long-suffering, is a powerful force and another facet of the love of God. See, I didn't, I didn't ever really realize it. Well, I guess I knew it, but I didn't really practice it until you start meditating on the word and learning that patience is another aspect of the love of God. And when that hit me right between my eyes, I said, okay, I'm commanded to love others the way he loved me. Well, then guess what? I'm commanded to have patience the way he has patience for me. That's so good. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2. This I'm going to read out of the Amplified Classic Version because it just packs the punch that I'm looking for. Ephesians 4, 2 says, living as becomes you with complete lowliness of mind, humility, that's what humility is, and meekness, unselfishness, gentleness, and mildness, with patience bearing one another and making allowances because you love one another. I'm going to read that again. Living as becomes you with complete lowliness of mind, humility, and meekness, unselfishness, gentleness, mildness with patience, bearing with one another and making allowances because you love one another. Did you hear what I just said? With patience, bearing with one another and making allowances because you love one another. Right? I think, you know, we've got to remember that. And I think we forget that because this word patience, we, for, we start making it all about what I've got to do and how long I've got to wait or what I've got to suffer through. And we've got to mirror. It's bearing with one another because we love one another. So you see, we, not, we should not be so quick to lose our patience because we don't get what we want or people are not moving fast enough or changing fast enough as we want. Because again, it's not about me, myself, and I. It's because we love one another that we can have patience for one another. That God loved us so much that he gave us this life force. That he has so much patience in us to show us how we're to have patience for others. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I gotta keep studying on this stuff because I'm patient myself. I'm preaching myself here uh, smart, preaching myself here with some intelligence that God's showing me how I should have patience with one another, and it's not about me, myself, and I. Glory be to God. God loves. God loves is the type that give. The God's type of love is the kind of love that just gives, gives, and gives. Sorry for the tongue twister there, but man, when I get excited when I talk about this type of love, because I love the fact that it just gives to me. It gives to me and gives to me, right? Without even wanting to be acknowledged or recognized. But then God spoke to me, and we got to be quick to remember that 
His love is the type that gives, gives, and gives. And so should we be concerned in our patience. See, we should have our patience that we're so quick to give, give, and give. Right? And see, it's not like we have a, a, a limited supply. Newsflash. You have an unlimited supply of patience in you. Right? Here's the deal. For, you have an unlimited supply of patience for every situation in your life. You just need to have endurance to have it. See, patience builds up your endurance. Yes, you can endure more than you think when you when you when all the when all your patience to lead the way. I'm going to say that again. You have an unlimited supply of patience for every situation in your life. You just need to have endurance. Patience builds up your endurance. Yes, you can you can endure more than you think. Right? You can endure more than you think when you allow patience to lead the way. Oh, that's so good. See, not yourself before patience, but patience to lead the way. Patience to lead up your, to lead, build up your endurance, right? God is our perfect example for this. Take God for you. I mean, he's, he's just, he's our perfect example for everything, but let's take him for example here. He is still, he has, and is still showing patience when it comes to you. Ooh, let that hit you between the eyes. He has, and is still showing patience when it comes to you, right? I'm asking, are you perfect? Don't you sin, right? Don't you struggle? And we have things we're building on a day-by-day basis, but yet he still has more than enough patience for you to keep on working with you and to working on you to make you who you ought to be. Oh, that's so good, right? He has more than enough patience, and I'm so thankful that he hasn't given up on me, that he's enduring with me, right? Because he's making me who I ought to be on a day-to-day basis. I don't know about you, but when it comes to me and my God, you know, he has endurance because he loves me enough to be patient with me time and time again. So I challenge you again, man, think about things where you're running out of patience so quick. Is it your wife, your girlfriend, your loved one, your job, your faith walk? Man, be patient with it time and time again. Because your patient builds up your endurance. And if you can build your endurance up, oh my gosh, then watch out. See, patience is just not something we show in our personal lives or at work. But it's also something very important in our faith walk. And it's kind of what I want to talk to you the rest of our time here today. It's vital in our faith walk. Right? The book, the Bible in the book of James says, Be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace the amplified classic bible tells it this way it says be assured and understand that the trial and proven of your faith brings out endurance and steadfastness and patience oh the, i love the passion translation it's probably my favorite of all but it says for you know that when your faith is tested it stirs up power within you to endure all things Notice what it says, within you. That means you have it in you, right? And you just got to know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up power within you to endure all things, right? Patience, right? Patience and endurance. See, when your faith or belief in what God has promised you is tried by the devil through temptations, trials, and afflictions, this this life force, this, this big life force that's alive and well in you, that's within you, begins to work. See, when God tests, 
improves or stretches your faith through your obedience to his word, this force of patience begins working with faith to help you obey and receive all his promises. That's so good. See, God tests and proves to prove or to stretches your faith through your obedience to his word. That's so good. Your obedience to his word. What does it take to be obedient? It takes it takes for you to endure. What do you got to do to have endurance? You got to have patience. Amen. This force of patience, it works in you. See, according to the word, this force of patience helps you develop spiritual maturity and inner peace with God. You learn from experience that God does not and cannot lie. I think we've talked about that, you know, enough. You got to have unwavering the faith that he does not and cannot lie. And you learn from that experience that he will perform his word in his due season. When you obey his word, all of his promises are yes and amen. I don't know about you, but that makes me want to start enduring. That's going to make me want to have patience because I know he can't lie. And I'm going to obey his word because all of them are yes and amen in Jesus. See, when you take your God-given power and authority and a stand against the devil, guess what? You win. So see, we've got to start developing patience. We've got to allow that patience to develop endurance in us. See, because it's when you have endurance, it's when you can stand on his promises because you know they're yes and amen. You can stand on his promises because you know he cannot lie. You can stand on his promises with endurance and patience because you know he is going to show up. And, it, and you got the God-given power and authority in us that you will win. See, Crystal and I, we, we went through this. If you've listened to my wife and I have testimony, then you know you know what I'm about to tell you, and you've heard it before, but it's so good that that just shows what endurance, you know, and patience and having faith in him, how when they work together, you win, right? Uh, you know that in our early walk, that when, you know, when we got serious uh, in our walk, we took, we took our walk, we struggled with tithing. You know, we struggled so much that we had checks that bounced. Checks that we had given to the church for tithing, believe it or not. We fell behind on bills. We were taking out loans just to make it. We had our car repossessed. We were in way over our heads. See, and what we didn't know, and we well, I guess we did know, and we were holding on for dear life, that the devil was taking us for a ride on his favorite ride called temptations, trials, and afflictions. And Crystal and I were holding on for our dear lives because we didn't know. See, but once we decided to obey, right, once we decided to stand and have endurance and have patience on his promises, because his promises are all yes and amen, right, his word, right, we, we stood and obey and patient in his word and our promises over our financial situation, those, our situation completely turned around, right, now it didn't turn around over the next week, but we stayed faithful, we showed endurance, and because we did, it built up, we, it built up our patience. And after some time, we got out of the hole. Amen. Our patience allowed us to get out of our hole. Our patience in what? In his promises, right? Our patience built up our endurance in his, his promises that we know that it may not have happened right away, but we knew it was going to happen. And because of that, we got out of the hole. We had money in our bank and tithing. We were tithing more than ever we ever thought could be imagined or dreamed of. We, it, we did all this just by staying faithful, patient, and constant, and not allowing our circumstances determine how we responded. 
right? We got out of that devil's ride and our patience built up our endurance, amen? Glory be to God and our endurance on his word and how faithful he is to it and the fact that he cannot lie. You see, patience or this force of long-suffering never means you're just to sit there and put up with any problems that arise and hope it gets better. To be patient is to be constant, consistent, and never changing regardless of the circumstances. I'm going to say that again to you because it's important you understand that. Patience or this force of long-suffering never means you're just to sit there and put up with any problems that arise and hope it gets better. To be patient is to be consistent, constant, and never changing regardless of the circumstances. See, I read a book by Jerry Seville, and he gave a great example of this. One time he said that uh, he was at a church meeting with his wife, and during the meeting they came and told him that uh, his daughter had gotten his, her fingers cut off. He said she had gotten him caught underneath the rocking chair while somebody was rocking on it, and it, it cut him off just completely. From what I understand the way he said, it just completely took him off. Uh, and he went on to say that they took her to a hospital in Louisiana where a specialist told them that her fingers, let her know, let alone her fingernails, would never be normal again. You know, he mentioned uh, that he and his wife, despite the doctor's diagnosis, stood constantly on the word, and that and that and that our God would completely heal their fingers. See, they stood constantly on the word and the and the promise and the fact and their belief that their God would completely heal her fingers. For six weeks, they stood in faith that Jesus, our healer, would supernaturally remake her fingertips and nails. And I'm here to tell you, guess what? Of course, he did. Again, it's having patience. Patience creates endurance. And endurance in the fact in his, in his word and in his promises that they're all yes and amen. Church, I'm here to tell you, man, Practice patience. Build up your endurance because he cannot and will not lie. He will show up and show off in your life. See, we, we must take this same stance that Jerry Seville did. No matter what you're facing, you're going to say, I'm not going to move off my stance from the word. No matter what. The force of long-suffering and patience and endurance will be produced if you just won't move off that. If you just stay on that stance, stay on the stance from the word, let the word be your stance. This force of long suffering and patient endurance will be produced inside of you. Amen. It'll start emanating from you. It'll just start speaking. It'll just become who you are. This life force that's inside of you will just start overflowing and apart with the other eight will build that wall that the devil cannot penetrate. See, it's what makes me so excited about this is this was God's stance towards us in what, G in what Jesus did for us on the cross. He was not willing to move from his stance. He was not going to be moved off his stance. He, the word says, he for the joy of obtaining the prize that was set before him endured the cross, despising and ignoring the shame, and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of the God. See, Patience built endurance and endurance in the word. See, and now he's, it paid off because Jesus is the right hand of the throne of God. And it'll pay off for us, amen. If you, that, long, that long patient endurance will be produced. We just got to take the stance in the word, amen. I'm, I'm going to leave you with this awesome verse from Psalms 37. And I love it because it just it tells everything I've just been talking to you about. And it's from Psalms chapter 37. It says, be still before the Lord 
and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It tends only to evil, for the evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. Oh, it's so good. See, patience before anger and wrath. And remember, worry only leads to evil. Let's be patient with one another. And the Lord and the great. And let's be patient with one another. And God, be patient with God. And great things will happen to you. Remember, patience build endurance. And you'll have endurance to stand on the promises of his word. And let me tell you, just like it says there, you shall inherit the land. Oh my gosh, that's so good. So again, I challenge you, if there's something that you're struggling in your life to show patience to, remember God's still working on you. And be so thankful for the patience he has and that he'll continue to show on you. And always remember, patience is an aspect of God's love. So you're not showing just patience. You're showing how big and how good and how wonderful that the love of God that's residing in you you can show others by showing others patience. That's so good. Don't forget that. Amen. Great things will happen to you. Oh, my God. Well, I hope you enjoyed this recent episode. And I will continue to pray that it moves in your life. Always remember, he loves you just the way you are, right where you are. And as always, we love you and God loves you. I would like to take this opportunity to invite you to join our services every Sunday at 10 a.m., we're located at 1321 South Good Street. Also, make plans now to join us every Wednesday at 7 p.m. for our Facebook Live services. I'm so looking forward to meeting you. Thanks again so much for joining me in the Connect Room.